Welcome Hi. to Zaman, welcome Tsipi, Eyal left. Eyal left. We have Eyal Doron. We have Eyal Doron. We just got, now we're sitting Creativity down. Creativity facilitator. Right. Working with managers all over the world. And Israel. He's an Israeli. From okay. Israel. And has a big influence uh, through his books. Right? Also. He will tell us. We'll start. Yeah. Hi, we have Eyal. to somehow, okay. Hi. Nice so, to see you again. Ah, for yes. It's so a pleasure. Tell us, tell us about your latest book. Mm-hmm. And then because uh, you write books, you work with so many uh, layers of the uh, of society. So just let's start from the book. We'll go back to okay. the books and we'll talk about whatever you want. Okay. Uh, so comfortable to be here. Okay, uh, so my latest, latest book like is... Almost like a family, oh. Ayali. Yeah. Yeah. We are your cheerleaders, groupies. <laughs> okay, it's not even a metaphor. Uh, so my, my recent book is called uh, People to Learn From. So eight life-changing courses. And the point is, so basically, basically I chose eight highly influential mentors because I wanted to learn more and you know that each one of us has like a life-changing teacher so i don't know about you but i had let's say three four of them that you know the guy the people that she just was so lack lucky to meet and change the course of your life like so dramatically and and then i thought why 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 wouldn't I you know have the whole team like a super team of like eight like these uh, so I had a list of 25 in the beginning and then uh, and then I chose eight uh, it's like uh, Jacina Alden uh, that used to be the New Zealand Prime yeah. Minister Oprah Winfrey no need to introduce um, Reed Hastings the, the founder of uh, Netflix Reed Hoffman from LinkedIn Johnny Ive, the chief, uh, one of the great designer, industrial designer of, of Apple, um, and, and, and some more. And so eight of them all together. And what I did, I didn't talk to them in person uh, because I decided in advance that I don't want to be focused on their greatness. It's not that Oprah was waiting online and said, I am not available, Oprah. It's not that, yes. Uh, but it was like, I will try to reach them and uh, to get to them right now after uh, like writing after the exposure of the book. But I wanted them, but the whole point is the reader. So, so during like the period of writing, which was like three years, I kept asking myself, what is the major point that each one of them represents? If we had the chance to like to have only one life-changing course based on each one of them, what it would be. So like Oprah, for example, that had like a so like terrible childhood, okay, so and became Oprah. So she's there to be our mentor and facilitator to deal with the past. How to how to use oh, overcome our, so yes, to your overcome as, as, a, as a superpower. Even your memories? Our memories? Whatever, whatever, not to be trapped in the past and to create our surprising 
future. Now, if you want to learn from someone about that, I think Oprah, she can be a metaphor for many things, but this specifically issue is like part of her journey. And like Mr. Beast, the young, uh, let's say the most successful YouTuber right now in the globe, he's like the most interesting person right now, basically, mathematically. So his course, the the the, the chapters that is inspired by him as the course of how to be more interesting. Because if someone can teach us how to be more interesting, whatever it whatever it means. And the dialogue with him is 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 intriguing. And so just basically, see, so yes, basically, what are the questions that you ask them? What did yes. you know from them? Yeah, so so I think that each one of us has like we have like very basic uh, essential questions regarding our big goals, regarding the let's say the shortness of time, how to deal with time. Uh, how to deal, as I said, uh, to have the dialogue with our past and future. Uh, uh, so how to feel, how to think different, different, and to be more creative in order to struggle or to fight with the machines. We'll get to that or whatever the super machines. So, so it was like a juggle between a dance between the mentors and the questions. And I, I managed to find, I guess, in the end eight mentors that each one of them represents a very basic and essential question that we need to figure out. So each one of the chapters is basically a course by the title, the title of its course, of the course is, it relates to one of these eight uh, great uh, uh, big questions. But so, I think uh, you need to, yeah. you need to remember that not everybody that would read it, you know, it's not like that you give the Ten Commandments and everybody that would read it would no, know. No, but you know, yeah. but you give them probably a background. You but, start with uh, a background about each one of them, right? But I think that there's before that there's um, something more general to talk to a big crowd about how to take yourself, how to use whatever you have, and how to before you ask these questions because you need to define yourself in a yeah basically a yeah but the course, point at least definitely definitely but the course the journey of this book basically what I didn't say is that I I I try to all do uh, through this uh, period of time I try to implement everything okay so I was the student and I changed like very essential parts of my life in uh, the way I interact with colleagues with my family, whatever, I did my homework. So I tried to visualize the, in, the, you know, the assignments that each one of them would have given me if they were here. So after internalizing that, I watch every video of them, like reading the biographies. I, we, I, I forgot to say, to share with you, I, uh, we, uh, we talked to their, uh, uh, teachers, school principals, yeah. professors in the university wow. of each one of them, oh, wow. with their colleagues, with their biographers, what the with reporters, sure. uh, with like for like let's say New Zealand, we talk with like the Maori community, the the minority or the and also the uh, some of the Muslims because it's like the Christchurch and the massacre in the in the it's one of the one of the points in which. Jacinda was nominated as one of the leading promising uh, leaders. So we actually, I try to 
really to dig out uh, every details and try to figure out what is the lesson that they have for us. And uh, coming back to what you said about the basic assumptions, I think that this these are like some of the very basic assumptions, who we are, what is our uh, big goal? Are we worthy enough to even talk about a bigger than life goal? So, uh, but Ali, we... I want to say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, um, because you're extremely, you're unusual your way because you're extremely creative uh, and you have a very free way of thinking. And also, you know, it's not that I'm saying something so general now and I don't want to upset anybody, but the Israelis are more creative and more individualist, you know, in many ways. When you come to a place like the United States where they basically, they always tell you that they, they, they're very much for individualism and, you know, create your way and find your way, blah, 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 which is true on many levels up to a point. But when you talk about people like this, that they have a major influence, they tell people what they think about their life and people just go for it and they don't look for themselves because I'm talking about the majority, the big audience, not, not a group of people that would think in, uh, independently and will go for it. And then they wait for them to tell them how to think, how to go, how to do, which is exactly the opposite. So how do you address it for, how do you cross the line and say, don't follow me, use me to follow yourself. Oh, definitely, okay. So first of all, this is my agenda, as you know, and uh, like my previous book that dealt with education and parenting, like how to reinvent parenting and education right. was based on like discussions with like dozens of, of, of leading psychologists and researchers, by the way, and most of them in the US and Europe and outside. And like, and after like a journey, uh, we visited nine different countries and like, I don't know, like maybe like dozens of thousands of students and teachers throughout the last decade. But towards the end of the book, I emphasize the fact that it's all about you, the reader, you, the parent, your intuition, and the way you are going to you right. know, match all the pieces of the puzzle. So coming back to this book, I, uh, so knock on wood, but uh, this is a very popular book. And part of the reason is that, first of all, I put my, my weaknesses on the table. And I said, it's not about how brilliant I am or they are. I said, I don't know what to do. This is the beginning of the book. I just took like Reid Hoffman from LinkedIn to be my teacher. And I don't know how to handle it because I don't, I, I'm so clumsy with my business. I don't have like the strict Excel and the contacts and he is going to be angry at me. And I'm intimidated by the, even to suggest myself to be his student. So it's like the whole point of departure here is my, is me and them and you as as human beings. So, um, and the major and, and, and what was so so difficult is not so at the end of each of each course you have like the conclusions and the insights and the takeaways and this is the usually the big uh, danger because it can deteriorate into uh, like insights like uh, be yourself don't afraid whatever blah 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 it can and be that 
and that and that was the struggle not to be general not to not to use cliches to be specific so the whole journey was me trying to dig out the most specific um insights and 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 suggestions that each one of them has uh, uh each one of them has to, to to share with us and i at the end of the day i dare to say that in most cases that's what that's what we managed to do but it's like it took like 19 different drafts only this part right so it's yeah, like it was yeah. like yeah you yeah. started basically well you started with many things but i remember this journey you started with the happiness how yeah. to reach happiness and you dig in and you dig in do you think these people are happy your advice uh, that's a good question uh first of all they are all obsessive uh now uh it's like it's i'm not i'm not here to judge i think they, they can find no, I, can rest, they can find peace with themselves so all the time they well, are well i think that they Happiness think, is not necessarily about peace. Yeah. No, no, no. You have to find. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. It's really to be to con- You have to be content with yourself first of all. To be happy. well, there's the. This is another question. What happiness is truly is. So if we talk about like what I think, or it's like based on philosophers and uh, great psychologists, like if happiness equals like sense of meaning in life, and like. Uh, being in 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 the dialogue with like uh, sort of stepping outside of ourselves and to be in touch with a bigger uh, bigger goal or whatever uh, so of course that they are happy now they are obsessive which they have a life goal now part of my scope in order to uh, answer your question part of my uh if bottom line I might say at the end of the journey, Uh, when I reflect upon the whole journey of this book uh, is that there there are two types of people there are many types of people but in this context we usually have goals and missions but you see these these people they don't have goals and missions they have life goals and life missions so this is a huge difference. Absolutely. I'm not saying that like it's better or worse, but that's the game. This is their game. They don't have like a to-do list of missions. They have only one life mission. Everything like, is towards the point that they need to achieve. Yeah, but it's like so they are not like motivated. Mm-hmm. It's like beyond the question of motivation. It's like they feel that they are irreplaceable, that they have to save someone. They have to redeem their their country. It's like it's for like the linear, responsible, logical type of a person. It sounds like a narcissistic uh, disruption or whatever or or whatever you want to call it. Who are who do you think you are, basically? because we were tamed by the linear conspiracy to think that we should be modest in the, like, To choose like eye level kind of goals or whatever but their their uh their insight their perspective is totally different it's like just Cinda Alden which is like the most I think most interesting example in this context she was born in New Zealand and I want to remind you that humility or like humble being humble is like the the tall poppy syndrome it's like all about New Zealand and Australia so don't Don't brag about 
Exactly. You have to keep yourself being modest. And all of a sudden, this lady, young lady, is speaking about life with big goals. And I was intrigued to find out what how come. What happened? And what I found is that it's the opposite way. So if you choose like a little modest goal, you keep you keep focusing on yourself. And only if you are part of like a bigger goal, so you have to step out of yourself. And this so, is her answer. So it's like the opposite of what, right. what you, at the beginning thing or associate with like, with like narcissistic or craziness or whatever, or feel that you are worthy to change the world or whatever, which is like for the so legal, it's like inappropriate, yes. Right. Yeah. So, so the guy who is a farmer. Yeah. Okay. How, what, in what way he can be influenced by them? That he will develop this idea that I'm farming my land, but it's yeah. bigger than just it, you know, contribute really, to really civilization like in some yes. way. Yes, I ha I have to share with you my insights because I was talking. Uh, uh, I've been talking with like many people, and there is also what about this now comes the stage of what about the farmer? What about the technician? What about the other? What about the clerk? What about the guy in the bank? Now, well, let me tell you this: we are farmers, and we are the guys in the bank. And with all the respect, we are not genius. Uh, now, all of us, we have a spectrum, which is like, let's make it clear, we are like, I don't know about ordinary person, average person, whatever. In order to deal with this question and to deny it, we say, and what about what about the farmer? And what about the But that's the ordinary why I said person? we need a platform that everybody can sit on and take what they need for them but they have no, to have this position no but uh, i think to have this need it's a need and you know what are the need of the person that we all share that will listen to your book what what if this person okay, has first of all which yeah. we all have everybody wants to succeed yeah i want i want it's it's a right. why not to this make is it? very big this is high no, but you can take from this what you need for your story, for yeah. your life, for your uh, But I am provocative, I know. It's a bit intimidating It's not look at Oprah and say, oh, me? Yeah, but it's and not, I'm going to it's look not, at but Oprah. You yeah, I know, I know, but you didn't, I, I guess that you haven't read the book yet. So the whole point with the book was how to, how, how to deal with this, like, uh, these points. It's not about opera. It's not about the greatest of opera. It's not another book about Find uh, some emotional uh, insights about her greatness. It's not that. It's about, it's it's like turning each one of them, each one of their life courses to like a kind of a method that I can use as a manual. Uh, and for I, I can give you, I, I, I can give you an example. Okay. Let's say that opera Oprah's story is really horrible. And she became Oprah Winfrey. And by the way, she published a few books regarding that specifically. And, and one of her points is that how can I win the past? How can I use it as a superpower? And she Who said, helped her? You have, you Who have... helped her? Who helped Oprah to get where she was? What, where she's now? It's I'm on getting, the way. Getting, Wait, I'm most getting... people don't have help. 
No, 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 she no, no. She didn't have any help, by the way. No, she didn't. He's talking no. to Oprah now, but Oprah started, and not that I'm for or Who against him. I don't know. I'm asking if you. If you recognize that you need help, this is first, and then you get help. You need the, the right people to meet the right people. You need the, the platform to understand where you are and then start. Oh, and by the way, Oprah is a good example. He said, who are the teachers that influence you? Who are the people who mentored you? Yes. If they will not be there for you, the question if you will be the Yale we know today. Okay. But also, Just... you need to, to recognize, because to recognize a mentor and, to, and the, to figure out to use these people for your sake. Most people have, it, don't have them. Okay. Listen, you cannot it's, it's say touch argument. everybody. It's an argument. Yeah. The question if the book, and I will read the book, of course. No, just, just Going to the basics. Just a second. The we're, basic. We're, like, let's take, you know, my mother, for example. You know, she could... Just a second. In your, in your permission, we were talking about Oprah. Just, just, let me just complete the yeah, point. Oprah, right. So, Oprah, this is a good example because she didn't have anybody. She, she, she had, like, she, she had the help of her grandma that used, by the way, to... Uh, to hit her on 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 a weekly basis, very in a very harsh and way. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And 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 she and her father was very decisive, but very tough. And she has a she had a lousy mother. She uh, she says she said it herself. And uh, and and many 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 other traumatic events, uh, sexual harassment, and many many more, uh, by her cousins and family members and whatever. But then she said, and to a certain point, you have to, to tell yourself that you put everything behind. It's not that you forgive anyone. This is very important. That's what she says. It's not to forgive them. It's to get to the point that you agree or that you feel that it couldn't have been different. Now, from this moment and on, you stop fighting with the past yeah. and start using the past. Now, she is a very good example because what saved her, based on what she says, is reading books. Because it was the very first time that she discovered that life can be different. That's right. Only thanks to reading books. This is an amazing story, amazing. and this is why this is why she founded her club, yeah. and this is why every day since then she reads on a daily basis, and she really influenced the whole industry of books in the U.S. etc. Yeah. etc. Et because this is so. What I ask, just for an example, the reader, what are your books? What is the thing that can help you imagine a totally different continue, continuation of your life that won't be like a direct continuation of your past. So it's like taking like the mechanism of each one of the mentors and try to structure it as a method. Now, what helped her is reading books, but you and Silly and me and each one of us need to find our mechanism Mm -hmm. To think like to. Well, maybe I don't have a library where I live. Mental box, okay. No, that if you like something else that helps yeah. you to cross the line. Yeah. So the no. thing is really to adopt the and idea by, and find it in your. Yes, and by the way, and by the way, just to finish the point, I I talked to my mom, which is uh, 
uh, usually uh, I was blaming her about like different things in childhood, early childhood. And then inspired by Oprah, and I share it with share this with my uh, with my readers. I in, I I we sat in the coffee shop and uh, I, and we had a talk, and I said I have no arguments or claims regarding the past anymore. Mm. And I remember this moment, and I told her, "Mom, I I don't care about it. I'm not going to speak about it anymore. It's not part of our. It's not. It's not going to be it? part of our relationship." Difficult. It's difficult, but that, that's what Oprah, my mentor, told me to do and at least try to do. And this is like part of the. So, how, what did you do? You need to have some mechanism to do that. Yes, so I was. I was. I was. Okay. I, I wanted to. I was convinced by Oprah and the lesson that the course that I uh, that I co-created with her, based on, on inspired by her that in order to use your uh, life experience, in order to use your unique um, past, you need to overcome the point that you keep struggling with the past when, and try to figure out what could have been different. It's not going to be the game anymore. And by keep asking my mother and keep blaming my mother and keep nagging about different events in the past, I'm can I I'm still trapped in the past instead of using the past as my new superpower and it was difficult but it's my personal example is is there to help other people to find their own way to do whatever they what if your mother the point what? is that you cannot change your childhood but you can change your attitude towards your childhood. So you can either blame it on others forever and just sink and sink and sink and sink. And you can say, okay, what do I do in order to help myself to get out of it, make it better and move on and cure this painful... So what if your mother will continue to do what she did to you, when she, you today? She will treat you in the same way or the same thing that really offended you and harmed my you? Mother, my mother, no. So no, I say what if? I don't think no, she's... No, she's no, she doesn't offend me. The whole point was about the... the it's ridiculous, but we're so stuck at the past, usually. Yeah. So I stopped this um, ritual of uh, uh, memories from the, from the past. And she was very... Um, it was really uh, very emotional moment and uh and it changed a lot of our dynamic but uh, also your mother was a good candidate for that and this i'm, I'm oh, of course I'm the, yeah there's but, uh, something but, that you need to recognize yeah but uh, with and how to do it and where yeah, but, to touch it yeah yeah sure sure i have like every in every yeah. part of the book there are like many points and questions to each to the readers in order for them to implement in their own way the insights of each part of the book. But, but for example, Reid Hoffman, LinkedIn's founder, who is like, uh, is like one of like the, he's called, uh, he used to be called, they call him the uh, Oracle, Silicon, uh, the, the Silicon Valley Oracle. And so she, he's like extremely successful. So, uh, and he says that he has like allies. I said, what, what, what does he mean by allies? 
and, he's, and he has this like a wonderful explanation about how one, each one of us can be much more courageous if we will be surrounded by allies. And he has like a, an amazing definition of what it takes to have an ally. It's not, it's not going to travel with your family. It's not going to, uh, you know, meet you on a daily basis, a weekly basis. It's not part of your like formal friends. But when you need them, you dial to them and they are there for you in every crisis, especially in your profession, in your business. And they are like teammates and they love you and they cherish you, although you can speak with them like twice a year or even less than that. And he says that when you give them the value, you provide them with the value. It's right. not their interest. It's for you to know that you will never walk alone again. Mm -hmm. and, and he makes the connection between allies and, 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 and to be brave and courageous. And that's what I was trying to find out, like the tricks or the, 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 the fresh, innovative perspectives of like highly successful people to play with reality and to find their own creative, original, personal map of like how how to deal with uncertainty and how to be more courageous. And this is like, and so what I did, I actually, I, I, I met like 15, 15 friends, colleagues, and I actually, as part of the uh, writing process of the book, and I, it was a little bit weird, I said, well, you know, I need to meet you and say why. And we had a coffee and say, well, I'm now writing a book. And there's the one Reid Hoffman, you know, and he is talking about ally. So I want you to be my ally. And I, and I, 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 I was afraid that they are, were about to, to, to mock me or to, 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 to laugh at me. And each one of them, each one of them looked at me and say, of course, I don't call it an ally, but of course that I have such, such people with me. Otherwise, they wouldn't be so successful. Right. And I was the only stupid guy that didn't know about it. And it's like I was, I was, you know, I was thinking that I'm coming with a new concept. It's going to be a revelation, like an innovative idea for them. So there is like, uh, I think, an exciting way. And when I talk to people about the book, and so it's like they have like specific catchphrases or like specific tools and needs that they can play with. And they start looking for their allies, for example, or how they can deal differently with the past and how they can uh, whatever uh, or be more interesting or whatever. So it's like trying to take each one of these personalities and 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 think it's like think of, of their life as a syllabus of a course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You turn it to a syllabus. Like right. with the first lesson, second lesson, third second. Wait a it's minute. Don't, so what about our schools? I mean, you are talking, you have, I think you are deep into also uh, involved in our schools in Israel. Yeah. Talking about Israel. Yeah. Yeah. They don't teach all of this in school. The school didn't change since we were in primary school or, or I'm yeah, wrong. Well, uh, well, there's no, uh, well, it depends. Schools, uh, it's not only in Israel. We have a very major issue with education. And like people were trying to deny it. But now with the AI, everything is very simple. It's right straight in, into right your in face. face. So whatever. So you've been waiting so many years. And we said it before, and like 10 years ago, five years ago. 
It's not about this disruption or this COVID or whatever. It's about something which is so much more basic. And now with the AI, everything will be, everything will change. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we've been what waiting way? Too, too much in what way? Because there's no point, there's no point anymore to, to teach someone for like 12 years, seven years, five years. Uh, it's, it's not going to work. They uh, and and I think that basically what you have to do now is like maybe two principles. First of all, you have to be able to ask questions that right. haven't been asked before. Now, every question that has already been asked is like you have like within three seconds you have an answer. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you are going to be swallowed by the machine. Mm-hmm. So now you have each one of us and each student has to at least to aspire. Maybe it's an idea, I, I, idea, but to aspire to reach a point in which I can can think of a question that hasn't been asked, or uh, to walk in an unpaved path. Just for the metaphor. So it's not. I'm not saying that I'm a genius and I'm going to rescue or save the world, but something with my kids, with my spousal relationship, whatever. Little or big questions, doesn't really matter. Now, in, in order to do that, to be able even to like to dare to ask a new question or to make a new connection between options, now comes the second part. You need to deal with a greater amount of uncertainty. Yeah. Now, coming back to what you just mentioned, that school haven't been changed. So we now witnessed again what bothers us more than anything else is like practicing in conditions in in like certainty, complete certainty. Teacher enters the class and they ask a question. Do you know students, let's say in mathematics or whatever? Now everybody knows that the teacher already knows the answer. And this like a false like, like manipulation. It can be less interesting or more, more interesting, but it's like insert everything is certain. Only if at least one hour every day a teacher enters the class and is gonna ask a question that no one, including him or her, don't have a clueless idea if what is the answer or if we are going to get an answer at all, we will experience, uh, like, say, uh, relation, the relationship with uncertainty and ambiguity. And that's what we need. So if you want to connect the, the both, both points, so we need to be more friendly with uncertainty in order to be able to ask questions that haven't been asked in order to save us from the super machine. But yeah. basically when you have the machine, you have only information. I mean, you get all the information that you want, but you don't have, let's say the personal wisdom or the personal beyond they, that they, the they smart people give. No, 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 it, it's different because it's, it's attached to a person and attached to experience. So basically, the whole education yes. system will be in, in a basket of information that you'll have to pick and use for yourself and for your needs, which we don't know them yet. 
but we have to and go yeah, first but, today. Yesterday yeah, I had it's the first, a process. It's I had process. the first class yesterday and I was looking at my students and I knew that I'm giving them an assignment. They may just use, you know, the internet to answer or the chat, but I you call it jet, I call it jet P. Jet GPT, yes. Right, right. They will use it. And I said, okay, you can use it, but I'm going to find a way to give you questions that you have to ask yourself of what right. you read. Then I don't care. Use the, use yeah, it. But, it's okay, but so, the assignment will be: what questions are you going to ask mm -hmm. the chat box, right? So you both uh, said uh, something which is very essential because there's a shift in the paradigm now. We used to have like this is like the serious stuff, and towards the end of the day or maybe the end of the week, we're going to reflect upon it. A bit of this, a bit. It's a very marginal activity of reflection. Now, 50, 60, 70% of the whole point is reflection. Right. It's like turning, turning this knowledge to be my own. Right. Like this is upside down. The emphasis is upside down. And this is going to be a very revolutionized and it's going to be a, quite a dramatic change because we used to say that knowledge is power. That's not true anymore. Right. Yeah. Because everybody can do it. Only, only knowledge that, as you said, that I have made my own. If you own the knowledge reason, and you know how to use to it, own the knowledge in my own way, in right. my own, my own perspective, right. and also ask and questions about, yeah, yeah, to yeah. be able to create, to have an agenda, right? To to even to to be a character, you know, whatever, and to be spontaneous and to be a to have a sense of humor, to anger at someone. So it, it's not enough to be a, like logical, responsible, cautious, whatever. It's not enough anymore. So and do we look at you can change? Uh, you can change. Right, can you change the Ministry of Education? Oh, it takes time. It will change. They'll have oh, to. The force, the, the AI is too- It'll be is, too strong. Yeah. It's, too, it's too strong to, uh, to ignore. It will take time, but this the, that's what will happen, I think, the, to prioritize what it takes. As parents, you know, parents, I just I said, they can't really, some of them can't really pinpoint what's going on, but they they do know that something big is going on. And they'll be and, and about what happened, and now what happens in Israel is not only in Israel, by the way. What I, I was know. afraid from, and I and I told to some of the Ministry of Education that it's about to happen in five, six, seven years uh, now, uh, is that parents are not, they don't really argue with the system anymore, but they are more focused on saving their kids right. with all the resources the that they have and only not only the rich ones. So right. this is more dangerous right now. So they give up, they gave up on, on the chance to change the system so they say, okay, so we are going to do it outside of the system. Our way, yeah. yeah. Yes, in our way. I want to ask you right. something. Let's take the basic questions that you uh, asked your eight mentors and move to a country. There's so many problems in so many countries now. How Can you move it to a society and have these basic questions, let's say to Israel, and say, what do we yeah. do in order to move it to the to a better place? Just a place? second, electricity issue. Just a second. So these are the people now. No, these are yeah. other okay. 
Yes, so what, what should I do to implement these questions? To you what, implement sorry? it from the individual to a country. Uh, yes, Israel or? Israel. Let's go for Israel. Okay, so first of all, in Israel, we have a crisis. I am not sure it's like very, only in Israel, but let's specify. On Israel. Yes, so we, do Israel. we have a crisis now uh, in terms of uh, political, uh, like a major political crisis. Uh, so... Let's take Jacina Arden as our first mentor to help us. So again, she is talking about a bigger, a big goal. So we, uh, as a country in Israel, we lost our big goal. So right. we had, we uh, used to have a big goal uh, in the the foundation of the country. So after seventy five years, by the way, it's quite, it's it's quite natural that it happens. Mm -hmm. By the way. Every successful company, now? every successful company, commercial company, okay, changes uh, its uh, big goal in like every five, ten years. We're talking about seventy-five years, okay. So there's a crisis, but it's like quite natural. So first of all, Jacinda would have would have told us that we have to find our our bigger than life goal, and uh, Reid Hoffman uh, from LinkedIn says that uh, if you if you try to find your uh, vision for two, if you try to find and define your vision for 2000 times, it's one 1000 times. Uh, uh, you have still, it's like you have to do it at least one 1000 times more. So it's like this is so if we take both of them, first and foremost, we will have to deal with the idea that we don't have a goal that everyone can feel that they are associated with and feel part of. And uh, it's going to be, I, I'm optimistic because I think that what we have now in Israel is like a conflict and uh, the conflict might be very disturbing and um, intimidating, but at the end of the day, the outcome will be a, a new category of thinking, a new definition of our, of our of our vision as a country uh so this is about that uh, uh who else um uh, by the way oprah will uh bridge us to stop nagging about the past right uh, uh, which we yeah. are so but it, it's not only the past you know there the the it's so divided and the, the yeah. future, okay. want, they so, want different futures. So it's not so you're optimistic. But, let's, uh... but let's stop on the optimistic side because we have to finish and I want to stay optimistic. No, well, you, well, yeah. no, somehow I'm happy you said it. Yeah, it gives me some kind you. of hope. Good. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Tzip. Yeah, and thank you, Tzili. See, you, see you everybody next week. week. Oh?